Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another edition of AUHSD Future Talks. I am your host, Superintendent Michael Matsuda of the Anaheim Union High School District. And as our audience knows, this show is all about the future, which is now, and it's about uh, how we can better align public education with uh, business and nonprofit partners to better prepare our young people for jobs and careers of the future, which begin right now. We have been blessed to have uh, many, many um, outstanding guests who are committed to building a better uh, institutional uh, alignment for careers and jobs. And today we have Kathy Burr, Dr. Kathy Burr, who is the vice president of programs and education for the TGR Foundation, a Tiger Woods charity. Um, Kathy has been with the um, organization since its very inception, and thousands and thousands of young people have benefited, as well as teachers have benefited from the TGR training, as well as their approach to hands-on learning. So, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here with you. Kathy is a longtime educator uh, in public education, a former principal, and uh, I, I always start the show, Kathy, with, you know, kind of who are you and what is your driver and why did you get uh, end up with uh, running a fan- wonderful national organization like TGR? You know, like like all things, I think sometimes you you fall into things, uh, you take some risks and land places. But, you know, I do have a background in education. I started out teaching in LA Unified back in 1988. I think it was, was my first year of teaching. Um, and kind of along the way, I you know got got degrees and things like that and uh, became a, an administrator as well. And uh, served as an assistant principal up in Monrovia and, uh, and then moved down to Orange County and worked as an assistant principal and principal for the Ocean View School District. And uh, about the time I was finishing my doctorate, um, a job description kind of came across my desk that was looking for a director of education for uh, TGR Foundation. And I, I read the job description. And I thought, you know, this is, looks really interesting. And I felt like at that point in my lifetime, uh, you know, it was okay for me to take a risk and try to learn a little bit more and see how maybe you can work outside of the box a little bit of education. Sometimes we get really stuck in bureaucracy and everything else. And I just wanted to have an op- opportunity to do something that made sense for kids. So I interviewed for uh, the job with TGR and ended up being the last person standing. And it's been a wonderful ride uh, from the very beginning. I think, Kathy, what's um, really been amazing about, we've been so blessed to have TGR in our own backyard um, in Anaheim. Of course, you know, uh, Tiger Woods attended Anaheim schools and he graduated from Western High School. But the, the concept of sort of applied learning, um, you guys, I think, were sort of ahead of the curve there in this concept of, you know, becoming a marine biologist rather than just studying it or a scientist rather than just studying it. Could you explain to our audience uh, uh, what that what that means? Sure. You know, when we first started, uh, you know, we really did a lot of 
groundwork, kind of understanding what types of programs are being offered, not only locally, but nationally, to help young people really get a, get a sense of how do they apply what they're doing in school every day to the real world of work. And that was really our mantra from the beginning was, you know, how do I connect and help kids really get excited about their future um, by showing them that, you know, school has a useful purpose. And as silly as that sounds, um, probably for, for educators, I think, you know, kids had a, have a hard time really understanding, why do I have to be in this physics class? Why do I have to be, you know, take algebra or geometry or whatever the content area might be? And I think what we really tried to do from that, uh, from the beginning was help kids learn how to apply what they're doing in school every day to that real world of work by giving them a lot of hands-on experiences to help them get engaged in their own learning and really start um, accelerating um, uh, what they do each and every day so they can get excited about it and really figure out their path uh, where they want to go and who they want to become. So could you describe, um, and I and the, obviously the organization and the, the type of training that you've um, initiated has, has evolved with the times. And I know that uh, we're very excited with one of the, to be a partner, especially now. Could you sort of describe what that entails um, in the partnership with the, the district, especially the work that you're doing with our junior high teachers? Sure. So, you know, a lot of our classes were designed around these different career concepts. And over time, we really, we had a lot of success early on. I mean, kids really, it resonated with, um, you know, what is it going to be like to be an aerospace engineer or, hey, I'm really interested in video production. And, and I think also connecting for them that there are thousands of careers out there, not just one. And so can we give them the, those experiences and opportunities? Along the way, we realized that, you know, hey, some teachers were coming and observing what we were doing and saying, gosh, you know, that particular student is not engaged in my classroom. How do you get them so engaged in what you're doing? And so we, um, uh, we started doing some professional development and professional learning for teachers, really trying to help them learn how we think through and, and work with kids day in and day out. And and uh, have been doing that with early on with elementary teachers through our partnerships here in Anaheim, but now also with middle and high school teachers as, as well. And with Anaheim Union, uh, you know, the fun part has been really trying to put together a training that helps level up everybody's skills. You know, the world has changed so fast and education sometimes is, you know, glacial in its approach to making change and, and movement. Um, but that doesn't serve students very well uh, when they have to be ahead of the game. Uh, nowadays, you need to know who and what, where you want to go. And the kids are accelerating and finding a lot of things on the Internet about you know, different jobs and things like that. But um, the education process sometimes holds them back. So really working with teachers a little bit to think about how do you upscale a little bit some of the work that you do every day. Um, different pedagogy, but different uh, instructional strategies that you can employ in the classroom and really make education about partnership with kids. It's about learning together and, uh, it, you know, doing away with maybe the hierarchical, you know, stage on the stage, uh, so to speak, of the you know teacher being in charge of their classroom to really 
helping young people discover things on their own using inquiry. You know, we're not, I mean, we're not, we're teaching kids, people, you know, it's, it's about human centered design, not just, you know, employing all this knowledge and, and information, um, really give, put it in the perspective of this is how this is useful. And I think by doing that, we actually make the education process so much better for everybody. You know, I like the, what you're doing directly with the teachers, because um, you've had a lot of success as sort of a, um, uh, you know, program that that teaches kids hands on approaches to learning. But now um, you're you're training up our junior high, middle school teachers directly, especially those who are involved in these cutting edge pathways that we are developing in artificial intelligence, biotechnology, cybersecurity, the incubator lab. Could you just go a little bit deeper in terms of what that entails and why this is important uh, in terms of trying to um, integrate a lot of things that you've done um, as sort of an ex, you know an extra extracurricular program with students, but now you're bringing that directly into the classroom. Yeah, so I think that you know let's just talk philosophically about you know the, the teaching profession and and the way that um, you know we're taught and brought up in the system. You and I are not that far away, so we know how we were taught to to teach. Yeah. Um, but I think what's missing now is that teachers don't grasp, uh, and I say this gently and respectfully, uh, they don't grasp the idea that their job is not about just delivering content. It is about preparing the future. It's about economic development. The future of our country, the future of our communities is in the hands of teachers each and every day. It's an economic imperative, really. So what we try to do with teachers is really get them out of the box of, how they're currently thinking about their their content and really putting it into play in the perspective of skills, uh, hard and soft skills that um, students are going to be needing to learn in order to be successful. So problem solving, critical thinking, those types of things, and 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 put it in in practice uh, on a daily. Uh, on the daily, as opposed to just doing it every once in a while. This is every single classroom approach to teaching should be thinking about, you know, what are the skills that students are learning as a result of this? Um, and it can be done through the content that, that they're teaching as well. So I think, you know, really just trying to flip the switch a little bit for, for educators to realize it's always been an important role, but it is critical now for us to be able to compete um, you know, not only locally, but nationally and globally, we have to rethink the teaching profession and really um, embrace what teachers can bring to, to the long term for all of us in, in this world. So, you know, this whole philosophical shift that needs to happen, that is happening in education, kind of shifting from sort of academic, traditional academic preparedness to this thing called careers, right? Because we were always focused on getting kids into college, which is still really, really important and uh, across this country. But, you know, you mentioned how important education now is to the economic viability of this country in terms of continuing to lead the world. Um, Could you speak a little bit more to that sort of 
tension that is uh, that needs to continue to shift from academic to academic and careers. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Mike, that I don't think it's just a problem for K twelve to be solving. I think um, you know universities, higher ed has huge hurdle to climb and really a box of their own that they have to climb out of as, as well. You know, I was on a panel not too long ago uh, with a, uh, a young man who was really challenging whether or not there was value in a bachelor's degree because there are so many other options for people to get right into the workforce and, um, you know, economically be able to provide a pretty good living for their family. And so, we have to realize that there are different pathways to success and to jobs and to career creation. And I think really be thinking differently about where are the entry points? And I think Anaheim has done just a fantastic job of laying those pathways out for young people and showing them all of these different options. And we, you see it in the data, right? You see it in the data in terms of the number of kids who are graduating from high school and where they're going and how we're tracking them longer term. So yes, it's happening uh, across the country. There are some critical shifts happening. It's happening quicker in some communities than others. Um, and I think that's you know something we all have to, to really uh, grasp a little bit. Those communities that have you know, high, you know, marginalized families and communities um, tend to move a little bit slower in this process. And, you know, frankly, going back to the question about my values, that's uh, just not fair, right? I mean, all kids should be given that opportunity to uh, pursue whatever career or college dream that, that they might have. So it's not just, and I think it's a shift for us too. I think we were really heavy into college access early on, but now it's it's not just college, it's college and career. And they're really thinking about how do we um, help create those pathways and opportunities for young people to you know, learn about different career fields, but then actually, you know, provide the mentorships, the internships, apprenticeships, you know, really making those connections for kids so that they can find success and, and launch right into careers as, as soon as they would like to. Yeah, I think it's a tough pivot right now because TGR and you personally have been dedicated to uh, helping to support communities of color, students of color, first-generation immigrants. I, and that's, a, that's a big priority with TGR. And all of us have said college is the key to access, right, in terms of all of these uh, barometers of social justice. Yet, because of the shifting that's going on and the cost of college, you had mentioned, uh, you know, more and more there's a narrative out there that people are questioning the value. And in the world of STEM, especially what you guys specialize in, the world is moving so quickly. Even a four or five year uh, time frame, by the time you get your STEM degree from a traditional four year institution, it's outdated. And this is why we Google, Google and other big uh, STEM uh, leaders developing their own pathway that it really within three months you can get a Google certificate and um, get a job that would normally be equivalent to a bachelor's degree in some of the STEM fields. So how can we continue to make college and career a uh, an option rather than co college or career? I think that uh, that is what our partnership represents, TGR and AUHSD. But from your end, what else needs to happen 
Oh, gosh. So, you know, I've been beating this drum for a really long time, and I'm thrilled that you're in your role uh, at Anaheim Union. I think what what we need to continue to push for are ways to um, connect learning and education to the business and industry communities that surround us, but, you know, not only locally, but broadly. So we have to kind of do it all. I mean, and keep all of those things in our view. I, I think sometimes that there's not a uh, business and industry leaders don't always talk to educators because our language is so different. And I think, you know, on the on the high end of, of folks, we need to really break down those walls for sure. We need to make sure that um, business industry has the chance to learn from education and what we're trying to do. And on the education side, we need to let it happen because we need to understand what are the types of skills, skill sets and things that we're looking that you're looking for in the world of work that we could be doing and and protecting from the very beginning. And I think that's happening to some degree. But I, I just think those silos of, you know, business and industries over here and here's higher ed and then here's K-12, those days are over. I mean, we need to connect that. Uh, I, you know, don't necessarily like the word pipeline, but we need to connect it. We need to have a connected experience for folks, whether or not kids are getting an adequate education and are able to leave high school and contribute to society is everybody's business. And we all have to find ways to plug into that. And, and I think that's what we do well together. Anaheim Union and TGR Foundation is we're trying, we're looking out for one another. We're saying, hey, we've got this really great partnership here, some things that we're looking at. What can we build together? And I think that type of um, attitude, I guess, and commitment to young people is, is what's needed. It's like putting, putting students at the center of learning is is one part of it and making the connections between all of those entities we just talked about is critical and making sure that we're monitoring it constantly because the world does change so, so quickly. And, and we need to uh, make sure that we are nimble and flexible and adaptable and able to move and, and flow uh, as things happen. You know, and that's where I think an organization like TGR can help um, both institutions, K-12, community college, higher ed, and, and, the, and be a connector between the business world. So we can create spaces for common language, right? What are the drivers? Uh, we're, we're lucky to have over 90 uh, corporate and nonprofit partners now, but you're absolutely right. Um, we are increasingly uh, finding ourselves uh, you know, ha having these epiphanies about common language, you know, these soft skills, emotional intelligence, um, all of, we call them the five C's. That's what business wants. And that's what, no matter where you end up in life, that's what you need. But yet that's not been our primary driver in education. They've been more of the traditional content as you content memorization. And um, I think that's really the friction. That's the disconnect that we are, uh, trying to overcome here. So in the few moments we have left, Kathy, what would be some of the, uh, you know, sort of next steps do you see in terms of this relationship between TGR and um, uh, public education, like K-12, whether it's K-12 or higher ed? And I know that you guys are part of a national, you guys, uh, TGR is a national organization. 
Right. You know, we look for the opportunity to partner anywhere and everywhere. And it's, it's not all we, we are a nonprofit organization. You know, we do, you know, uh, we have a fundraising mechanism and all of those types of things, but it's not always about, you know, dollars, dollars in and dollars out. It's about ultimately what's going to help young people be successful and reach their own, you know, career and college goals. Um, and I think, you know, as we go forward, we're always looking for that opportunity to partner, to think differently, to um, figure out how can we plug in? How can we create this, um, uh, uh, I don't know, consortium or ecosystem, I guess is even a better word, where we can be successful? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, that is what the future of education is going to be like. It, no more is it okay for us to go in our classrooms as teachers and close the door and do our thing. Uh-uh. Throw those doors open, invite everybody in, help make learning meaningful and relevant to, to young people. You know, there are so many ways that if, if you just open your mind and are willing to be creative, that you can actually enhance the learning experience for young people in countless ways that just makes them so much more connected to, to the world and how they can play a role in it. And I think that's, that's our job is, is to make those connections for folks. What do you say in the final question here is what do you say to people who are kind of critical of young people that they just don't care. There's not motivated and um, that, um, and, and they're part of the problem. What, what do you say to some, some of the folks who, who think that? <laughs> well, I guess I would question, you know, are, are this the right place for you? I mean, I don't think you can be in education these days and not believe that everybody uh, has the ability and the opportunity to be successful. It, the pathway may look different for some than others, but you know what, if you don't believe in in the opportunity for every young person to be successful, the most important thing is not the content and not me as the teacher. The most important thing is that kid. And so we need people that are going to be, you know, fighting for them and uh, you know, leveraging the things around us to to make sure their experience is better. Um, you know, I, and and I think most teachers are that are that way. But I think sometimes we may need reminding every once in a while that hey, you know. Every, every child's different and there are, you know, there are behavior issues. There are all those things that happen. But yeah. you know what? Sometimes it's, it's just you got to spend a little bit more time. You know, it's all about relationships. You know, workplace and work success is all about relationships. So, you know what? If you have to shut things down and back up for a little bit and build that relationship, it actually is going to pay off in, in the long run. Um, you know, I, I think even that I remember that even as a, as a teacher myself that, Spending those time in the beginning of the school year, really getting to know your kids and what makes them tick and getting to understand the family dynamics and all of those things. Yeah, it's a lot. You know what? Teaching is a hard career, but the payoff is amazing. The payoff is amazing if we do our job well. Oh, my gosh. That's that's awesome. I think that uh, what TGR has done over the years, what you've done, Kathy, is put You've been a mirror to all of us uh, in the in these institutions. You've also put positive tension on all of us on behalf of our students 
And I, I just want to thank you and the TGR partnership on behalf of our 30,000 students and their families. Uh, you've made a profound difference and you uh, continue to make a difference for all of us. So thank you very much, Kathy. Thanks, Mike. Such a pleasure to, to be here with you.